0: Hi there, you're listening to the Guitar Speak podcast, the show produced in Sydney, Australia, where we speak to some of the leading guitar players and guitar figures from all around the world. My name's Matt Wakeling, and thank you so much for joining me for episode number 88. Today I'll speak to the absolutely incredible Kaki King, who is one of the most compelling voices in acoustic guitar, today bending jaw-dropping technique to serve an innate musicality. Drawing on the influences of Michael Hedges and Preston Reed, King has added disparate elements of pop, folk, chamber music and sound design to an ever-evolving style. She's been revered by the likes of Rolling Stone and Dave Grohl for her solo career and genre twisting collaborations. Her multimedia tour de force, The Neck is a Bridge to the Body, is equal parts immersive, beautiful and moving. And in this interview, we talk all about that incredible show. Kaki joins us on the eve of her 2018 Australian tour and uh, we'll be featuring at the Sydney Guitar Festival and a bunch of other dates as well. Let's get straight to it. Here's my interview with Kaki King. Kaki King, welcome to the Guitar Speak podcast.
1: Hi, good to be here.
0: Great to have you. We're really excited that you're coming back to Australia and this time around you're bringing your The Neck is a Bridge to the Body show to the Sydney Guitar Festival and a bunch of other dates. Mm -hmm.
1: That is true. All of that is correct.
0: <laughs> cool. Now this show is amazing. Um, I don't think I would do it justice to try and describe it. How do you describe this show to to people, Kaki?
1: Um, you know, it's very tricky to describe. But it, um, I, uh, I've, I'm, I'm lighting up the guitar, but only the guitar. Nothing. You know, I am I'm dimly lit as a, as a player, because so the guitar has this very otherworldly character to it, and it looks it looks incredible. And and even when I see it, you know, each time that we do the show, it still blows me away. I mean, the guitar takes on this quality um, that is sort of an extension of what I've always found in the guitar to be this infinitely interesting instrument. Um, and then there's a rear screen behind me. And I am in. I am in a bit of. I'm a bit of a character, so I don't perform as me and and chat with the audience. I have a you know. There's a sort of fine line between um, you know the 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 reality of me being on stage playing guitar. As I do, and and also you know sort of serving what the guitar wants me to do. Um, and that that line is played with a lot during the show. So there's a variety of really amazing visuals, and you know I think that. The thing I, I get a lot from people who see it—it's just it's it's really it's exhilarating, it's overwhelming, it's something they you know haven't ever seen before, never expected, and there's a lot of unexpected moments within the show. Um, so just seeing like a like a video clip or a photograph doesn't at all do it justice. And I could go on, but you know it really is something that that is is best experienced um, by the beholder.
0: Yeah, awesome. I've watched some videos leading up to you know the festival, and um, yeah, it looks amazing. It looks incredible. So your ovation, your signature ovation, is just stark white the whole thing, and the, the projection on it looks looks incredible. And obviously the the music um, is the is the key, but the visual aspect as well is um, is just such an immersive looking thing. Just on YouTube, so I, I can only imagine live.
1: Yeah, it's it is, and it's. <laughs> you know it's funny though today i, had a, I was speaking to someone about it and you know we, we really did come to the conclusion that that the visuals would be sort of you know take it or leave it had if the music wasn't really outstanding and the music is is you know I, i'm I, it, it, it really is amazing um how it how it interacts inside of the show um everything i play is live um everything that is you know sound design. Um, is sort of connected to the video. So you don't feel like there's any sort of backing track kind of vibe. It's really, you know, it's a very well thought out and well-produced show. And it's funny because it was, it was put together on a shoestring budget, <laughs> like, you know, in a very short time period with, with a thousand things that, that, you know, could have been better, um, you know, of course, uh, upon looking back, but, but really that the, sh- the show is very, it's really special. And I, but I think that there is, that does retain all of the qualities of a, of a good guitar show, you know, someone playing beautiful compositions very well on, you know, an outstanding instrument. And so, you know, that, all of that is still there. And I think that's what I'm most proud of is that I didn't sort of take a, I enhanced what I was already doing as opposed to decide to go in a totally different direction.
0: Yeah. 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 Awesome very cool there was a quote I read that you said um, about this show and it is it's this I think that the video component the visual component is showing the guitar as I have seen it for years unquote can you can you comment on that
1: yeah um, the the video aspect um, and the various videos that you that you see and the visuals that we put together and just the expressiveness that it lends to the guitar, and the way the guitar completely dominates the show is how I've related to the guitar and understood it to be, um, you know, for, for much of, for most of my career, the guitar is in control and the guitar is also infinitely expressive, capable of so much, such an incredible composition tool, such an incredible accompaniment tool. I mean, it's, you know it it just sits in so many different musical worlds it's a, it's um and and so and that's how i you know i i've i've played my entire life and it still gives me incredible joy to pick up the instrument so i think that the, just the guitar having this really big you know power musically i'm now being i'm now able to express it visually and i think that some people are more visual Learners, they appreciate something that they can see more than they can hear. I'm not one of those people, but I think that the, you know, the capability of the show to to do both is really is really powerful.
0: Yeah, for sure. One thing I think that adds to that is that the video is audio reactive, which is so cool. Can you describe how that works?
1: Yeah, there's a couple of pieces inside of the show where I control what you see visually, and that really probably is the the most most fun for me and the most
0: sure, yeah. sort of
1: driving the point home for, for, for the audience to see this connectivity. So, yeah, I, there, there's cases where the guitar, um, you know, anything that the guitar can do that you can turn into any kind of information, um, you can then control an aspect of a video. So, for instance, there's times when the louder I play, the brighter you see the exposure of the image. So I can kind of control the, um, you know, the, the kind of like the fade in and fade out of, of what you're seeing visually with a sort of, you know, fade in and fade out of my volume. And then there are um, this MIDI connectivity that we've um, that we designed th- through only software. There's no MIDI component on on my guitar, um, and it will allow me to play a note, and that note is turned into a MIDI note, which controls a color or a spiral or a particular video clip. And so I'm able to actually perform the video, the the, the visual component on the guitar. So as a guitar player, who's never had that, you know, it's the kid in the candy store. It's just so (laughs) exciting (laughs) that level of control and to try, you know, and, and things have, um, you know, the latency is it's fairly low, and so you really do see the guitar making the, the shifts in the visuals, and um, and it's really it's stunning. And it's so much fun, and it's and it also allows this. You know, there's a lot of improvisation in the show, and, and that's part of you know part of it to sort of in, improvise what people are hearing and what they're seeing.
0: Yeah, that's so awesome. Because when I first heard of the idea, I think it's when you were crowdfunding it a few years ago. Um, I kind of figured, you know, there was going to be some great visuals created sort of as backing videos or, you know, that you would play along to. But um, this whole idea of you controlling yeah. that, that, that just adds a whole new level of expression. That, that is so cool.
1: It definitely is. And it's its changed how I think about a lot of things. And, and you know, going forward, it's become a very useful tool.
0: Now, Kaki, your, your career has taken lots of interesting turns with, obviously... Your unique guitar technique,
1: hasn't being, it? Being
0: <laughs> the first record of yours I I owned and heard was um, uh, "Dreaming of Revenge," which is still one of my favourites.
1: Okay. But um, cool.
0: with this new show, if I if I think of the guitar, the um, the the amount of signal processing and and effects you're running seems to be maybe I don't know a logical expansion of the Sonics to match the visual is was that part of your thinking?
1: You know, I it's funny because even until Glow, which is a record I made uh, in two thousand ten, no two thousand twelve. Uh huh. Um, you know that record has a is a solo acoustic record, but it has a ton of accompaniment. Um, but even then, I was still very pure about the the guitar. The guitar has to have the sound of the guitar, the sound that I can create from it, and, and essentially not much more, and anything that surrounds it is that's that's a different story. But for this show, I just went, I I, I decided to throw out, you know, no more rules, no more... (laughs) I just decided to try things, and the only way that I could get the variety of sound that the visuals required, because that was the other thing. The visuals started to really dictate what the sounds were going to be. So maybe I'd written a song, but I was sort of collaborating on a visual part and it started to I could hear, I and mean, I'm not I'm not talking about the but I could just I just knew instinctively that I was going to have to go, go a very different route or add something. So, I um, I started off with a massive pedal board and you know, with some really great sounds on it and then just was it didn't really fit the show very well. Um, having a pedal board that's got lights on it, so I covered up the lights, and then having the clickety-clackety button, so I stopped the clickety button. And okay, then, yes. You know, just still having too much to do. Um. So I switched. I switched to um, using a um, Logic's main stage program, and using, you know, it just allows me to use whatever plugin I like. However, the... So now I can do anything. I mean, now I've got, you know, I'm just working off of plugins. And... Oh. Um, fortunately I, I, you know, I, I try to have a delicate touch. I try not to go overboard, but the signal processing has held up over the years. Um, uh, we haven't had too, too much, too many problems. There's, there's a computer that controls what you hear Mm -hmm. and there's a computer that controls what you see. Um, and you know, basically we've, we've been totally fine. Um, but yeah, it was, it was kind of like, the ultimate sacrilege. I mean, I'm already playing a plastic guitar. People already give me so much crap for that. But then to to, to replace a pedal board with a computer and a midi foot controller was like, oh god, you know, it, it just <laughs> the purists are all just holding, they're shaking their heads. But you know, the the the, the show travels fifty pounds lighter. And yeah. and awesome. it has you know, and, and and not just that. I mean, I can tweak, I can tweak every sound to fit the venue, and so my sound person will be out in the venue saying, you know, maybe you should take out five k during that distorted part, and you know, so we can actually oh,
0: okay. make it sound tuning.
1: so much better. Yeah, nice. Yeah. So, so it was a it was a tough choice, but it was one that I'm I don't regret.
0: Yeah, sure. I, I think when we're talking about purists, I mean, already what you're doing is stretching the boundaries of acoustic guitar. So if anyone's getting upset about how you're processing, I mean, really, at the end of the day, who cares?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I'm, not, I'm certainly not. I'm certainly not losing any sleep over
0: upsetting
1: people yeah. <laughs>
0: because I've been doing that for too long. Now, can I ask you some, I don't know, some pragmatic questions? With, with the guitar, you've got it actually mounted on a couple of um, modified uh, microphone stands. I assume that's to keep it perfectly still for the video projection?
1: Uh, We, I use, it's funny because, um, I, I'm using lighting stands, the stands that normally, um, you would have it for a photographer.
0: Oh, okay. So they're,
1: they're much, much lighter than a microphone stand. You know, any, I, what I've sort of found that's interesting is, anything that's built to be on the road with a musician is like, you know, as, it has to be as, as sturdy as it comes. Yeah, yeah So sure. when you go outside of that world, there's all of this beautiful, light, dainty sort of, <laughs> like, <laughs> things that don't weigh a thousand tons yeah. and things that are sort of, you know, potentially breakable, but they're, they're, they still hold up. I and mean, there's this whole world of things that aren't, you know, just built to put up with the the, the, press, the stress that musicians can put on them. Um, which I find to be really funny. So now I, I'm actually using lining stands, and you're correct. I the, the guitar is immobilized, and it, it's interesting. It serves some di- different purposes. Um, you know, the the late. I'm I'm just not at the point where I have the capacity or the firepower um, to do the show without the guitar being immobilized.
0: Yeah, sure,
1: sure. Um, because that's a very, you know, that 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 means it's a tracking system, and it, you know, it it sets yourself up for a very different, you know, yeah. type of experience, um, and potential difficulty. However, um, and and you know, when I thought about this a lot, however, having having the guitar already on stage in this weird way, floating midair, is very cool for the audience, um, and the way that the show opens. Is I'm actually not even on the stage. The guitar is sort of this, this presence that is almost begging to be seen, begging to be heard, and um, so I think that it actually is beneficial to the show that you're sort of you know the the anticipation builds up, uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and it's relatively easy to play. You know my the way if you if you're seated and you're playing an acoustic guitar, you're basically holding it in place with the um, with your right elbow if you're right-handed and so my right elbow can go at exactly the same place and left hand's fine to do whatever it needs to do and the right hand's great and um without i mean there were a few modifications in my playing but other than that it's been fairly that i thought would be much more difficult than it was to to learn how to play a, a a stabilized guitar um and, and it's not a full, you know, it looks like it's front on. It looks like it's just straight, you know. But we do actually have it at an angle on stage. So a little bit more of how you would normally naturally angle the guitar towards you. Okay, yeah. so. It's,
0: and, uh, yeah. Yeah, cool. How about viewing the the fretboard? Because the whole fretboard, even the frets are white. And, and sure. you've got these images projected. <laughs> Man, I'm in a dim club playing covers, I, I have to double check. I've got my glasses on. How do you go?
1: I want you to, okay, I came up with a solution, but I want you to guess. How do you think I'm doing it?
0: Well, I don't know. You're wearing the sunglasses, which I know you've said is part of your character, mm-hmm. but but are they helping in some way?
1: No, they're they're actually not
0: helping. <laughs> okay, give me another one. It's funny
1: one. because I thought, I, I thought, how in the world am I going to do this? The sunglasses, actually, that was pretty interesting. We were working with projectors so often, and a lot of times, if your um, if the program would fail or if something you know like someone would change something and I was in front of it, it would okay. just flash bright projector white at me. So I started. Yep. So the sunglasses were actually protective and practical in the beginning, and it just seemed to continue to fit with the with the character. Um, but uh, what I what I did is when I when I got when we first prototyped the guitar. Um. You know, I figured, oh, I'll just put the dots in, but then, oh my God, you actually are looking at the dots and the top of the fret. So okay, I just took yep. a marker and I just drew in the fret. <laughs> 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 so I have a, I have a little, yeah, the top of the, the top of the neck. The only thing that I can see that you can't uh, okay. has essentially just the same map of what anyone would see, which is the dots and and the location of the fret.
0: Yeah. So you're using all this incredible technology and you pretty much just sharpened your frets on to help you get through the show.
1: Yeah, I know. Well, you know what? It's really funny because I have another, I have a similar story. And it's so, it's really, really telling. It always tells a story, especially when I, you know, do a master class or, or discuss the show or have an open sound check with students. Like this is so, it's it was so key to not let the technology get in the way and confuse you. So (laughs) we realized that I I needed to um, see the guitar. Um, I needed to see the front of the guitar, and I needed a monitor of some sort in front of me Um, because that's what I'm basing my cues off of. So that's how I start and stop and how I, you know, find myself, Mm -hmm. pace myself throughout the show because I don't have any in there. I'm not playing any click. I'm literally just... You know, I have like a, I've locked in my tempo. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so we were like, okay, we have to find a monitoring system and there's an output from the, from the, uh, you know, additional output so have to have a split in the computer. And okay, but, but the monitor can't be too big. So how? Can, and then, and then we, were like in a sort of sitting here going, it's almost like we need a, it's almost like we need a reflective surface, like something you could just look into and see yourself. <laughs> <laughs> And finally, you're like, oh, my God, this is your mirror. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and I, so someone, I believe, it, by that point, had already pulled up a page online of the, these very small um, camera monitors that, that are used to, like, you know, huge budget films. And, you know, like, the, they were looking at something like four grand, and... You know and it was just such a good lesson because all you know all these all these smarty pants people me and my developers and you know they were just we couldn't figure out the most basic thing um, so you really like don't underestimate the analog solution ever uh-huh. like yeah, yeah, yeah. start with an analog solution to your tech problem and see if there is one and if not build the tech but man that was a really good lesson because I am not I'm, you know <laughs> <laughs> I'm not it's like 4,000 more dollars in debt right now because we really
0: did that. <laughs> that's cool. Man, I love it that it's it's such an organic thing you know, you as a performer and your guitar you, you've exploded into this visual and oral thing and then it still just comes down to you and the guitar and, and just making a way for you to for that to work in a simple way. That's that's really cool.
1: Yeah, and I think it's something that we return back to over and over and I and I my, my friend John Maeda who's really very important person in the, in the design world he had he's he's a, he's a big fan of mine a big fan of the show and he said you invite the technology in and I think that's the most critical element that doesn't allow your you know your the, the thing that got you where you are the mastery of your craft whatever it is and if you start to you know pursue a more digital route to your analog um practice, you know, you, you invite it in. It's like it needs to come to the door, knock, wait patiently, and you open it and say, all right, you can come in here, because otherwise you get totally bogged down in it, and you end up building, I mean, I've seen incredible, I mean, in, in the four years that have passed that I went from solo guitar player to multimedia artist, I have seen incredible amounts of terrible technology, where the technology just, just completely dominates, takes away all sort of human you know, beauty and sensitivity and nuance and just kind of, you know, maybe there's an incredible system that's been built, but it just rolled over this sort of original heart. And now of course there's other ways in which people have used, you know, really complex systems to create unbelievable, glorious beauty. You know, I'm certainly not dissing, um, Sure. You know, tech in an analog world. Yeah. But I just think that, that I love that metaphor. I, you know, I, I invited it in, and that really is what happens. So I think the integrity of myself as a guitar player and the integrity of the show as a musical show still is, is completely intact, and everything else enhances that.
0: Fantastic. Do, do you see this multimedia idea continuing and, and, and growing in, in your career in some way?
1: Yeah. I do. In fact, I'm cur- I'm currently very much in in process of, of developing a new show, um, and really taking everything that we've learned with this show and 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 you know exploding it. And so it's more of a theater piece. Um, but again, you know, we, it, we I was we were working hard on it this morning, me and my production designer, and we I said, you know, so what do you want to do tomorrow? And he's like, I I need to hear some music because we're still building a musical show. We're not. You know what? We're, we we're, were letting the tech dominate, and the, and the sort of high-minded ideas. And, I, and he said, "The things that you've already played for me, I need to be basing my ideas off of that, and not off of how do we, you know, express this complex philosophy about data science, blah blah blah." You know, these yeah, things yeah, that we're yeah, sort sure. of trying to insert into our project mm-hmm. are freaking yeah, cool. irrelevant. You know, until we have this sort of the, the gut beauty, which comes from. Myself as a musician, and you know, my ability to pull off fantastic things on the guitar, um, both technically and compositionally
0: fantastic. Now, I couldn't agree with that mindset more. So, the music's the, the master, not the technology and the other things, but they're, they're certainly adding to the whole experience. Yeah, Kaki, I can't wait to see this show in Sydney in uh, well, a few weeks.
1: Wonderful, I can't wait to be in Australia.
0: So, hey, thank you so much for joining me. It's been really fun talking.
1: Cool. Thanks for having me.
0: No worries. All right. We'll see you soon then.
1: Okay. Thanks. Bye. All
0: right. There you go. My conversation with Kaki King. That was very cool. In fact, she is very cool. And her show, The Neck is a Bridge to the Body, looks amazing. Can't wait for it to get to Australia. So check out the usual places for dates, including the Sydney Guitar Festival in August. All right, thank you so much for joining me on the Guitar Speak podcast. If you're enjoying the show, uh, please support us by, well, there's lots of ways you could you could share some episodes on your social media. We're on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, you can support the production of the show through Patreon. Uh, you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. And uh, feel free to drop us a line. with are at guitarspeakpodcast at gmail.com. All right, my name is Matt Wakeling. We'll be back soon with some more fantastic guitar conversations on the guitar speak podcast see you next time